Hi, this is Steve Downs, the voice of Master Chief Spartan 117, and you're listening to Geekaholics, all things geek. And finish the fight. Chief, out. And welcome back to the Geekaholics, the podcast about all things geek. I'm one of your hosts, Charlie. I'm Alex. And we've got Rachel sitting in, because it was just going to be me and Alex. Uh, she's going to sit in as long as she can. Hi. Um, but it kind of depends on baby. So and if I can stay awake. There's a baby monitor. You might hear some fussing. I don't know. And I hope so she, she farts might, real loud for she you. She might come and go. She likes to do that and then laugh. She does. No, in the morning it's. <laughs> if there was ever any question as to whose daughter that right. is. Right, yeah. But if you couldn't tell from the intro, we're going to. Um, well, and the fact that Pacific Rim Uprising just released in theaters two weeks ago, I guess, at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Pacific Rim. Now we're going to talk about both the movies. Oh, are we? Together, instead of just a spoiler cast for the one. Mainly because I don't know... Like, we could spoiler cast it, but with the... Basically, if we did a spoiler cast, I don't know how long it would be, so we're going to talk a bit about both of them. Um, Now, Rachel's our resident kaiju person. I don't know what we call it. Kaiju groupie, I believe is what they're called in the movies. Yeah. I'm okay with it. And they're also kaiju worshippers in the second one. So, you know, take your pick, whichever one it is. No, they're both. They're two yeah. different things. I know. I said there's also kaiju worshippers in the yeah. second one. So. No. I mean, they were in the first one, too. They just weren't called that. Right. Anyway. So, we got her here to kind of rip the monsters. Alex? What? Which side do you prefer? The Jaegers or the... Oh, kaiju. The kaiju? Oh, kaiju. Yeah. I'm the Bring lone on ne- the destruction. <laughs> I guess I'm the lone Jaeger guy. Yeah. Giant but, robots. I mean, if Joshua was here, he'd be all up on the Jaegers. I, yeah. I like the Jaegers. Um, I'm not saying I don't like the Jaegers, but I'm definitely a kaiju groupie. Yeah. Yeah. But imagine all the damage you could do with a Jaeger. Imagine all the damage you could do if you were a kaiju. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but then you're also trying to fight said Jaegers. And, yeah. So? Yeah. Well, I, I don't I mean, see a downside if I'm a If I'm a giant, like... 50-story monster. I'm going to kick somebody's ass. <laughs> I'm knocking down some buildings. You're damn goddamn right. <laughs> um, so what, I guess... One thing I want to say before we get started, and uh, this is has to do with the trailer that showed at the beginning of uh, 2, uh, the Rampage trailer. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I just want to reiterate for all of our listeners that I do not want to live on this planet anymore. <laughs> I will watch it once it hits home video. Uh, no. uh, I'm going to see it. It's going to be a horrible, no. horrible mess. Just like Ghostbusters, no. But Lizzie, Rampage, looks, Lizzie looks so pretty. I stopped and by that's Walmart all on the got. way home the other day. And they actually have Rampage toys out for the movie. But... But, hold on, time out, before you start killing people. Time out. They had, like, Stretch Armstrongs of the animals, but they were the video game versions. What? 
I don't understand the Stretch Armstrong accent. They were like Stretch Armstrongs. So, what's the name of the wolf? Ralph. Mm-hmm. Ralph. Yeah. It's Ralph George, was, Ralph, and Lizzie. Yeah, yep. Ralph was the only one I ever liked. I thought Lizzie I, looked like. Um, she was. Yeah. Godzilla's. She's such a cheap ripoff of Godzilla yeah. that it's not even funny. But the giant wolf I always thought was really cool. Ralph. I played Rampage a lot in the arcade. I didn't bother with any of the home ports because they were terrible. Uh, I mean, NES. graphically and play style, play style both. But the arcade one, I pumped so many quarters into that machine. I always switched Ralph. between Ralph and Lizzie. And on the NES one, I do not believe Ralph was an option. It was just George and Lizzie. <sighs> I, I don't remember. You're probably right, yeah. but I don't remember. I believe so. And player one was always George, and player two was always Lizzie. Yeah. Anyway, that I mean, yeah, it's kind of I just on wanted topic. to. I just yeah. I mean, I just wanted to point out that not every giant monster. I'll watch it. Interests me. <laughs> I'll watch it. I I will watch every every yeah. monster movie ever yeah. at least once. Giant albino ape. I think The Rock nope. has has hit <sighs> the point in his career where he's literally <laughs> oh, just doing anything and bottom. or everything for money at this point. I mean, yeah. That's no, he like, survives off of it. Like that, he, the movies he makes are his phylactery. He's, he's a lich. So he's a lich. Yes. <laughs> the Rock is a lich. Yes. <laughs> I'm okay at this. Yeah. <laughs> he just like, hasn't started decaying yet, so yeah, he doesn't look like your typical so, lich. Maybe yet. that's part of why yet. he's doing the movies, because they're, they're like the, pit, the portrait of Dorian Gray, where he's going to look like that until he watches one of his own movies. Yeah, he never watches his own movies. He never watches his own movies, because he'll age. <laughs> all at once and die. And now we're going to get visited by the Rock when this releases. Be like, how you fuckers know about this? <laughs> yeah, we were joking. If the mm-hmm. podcast stops suddenly, now you'll know why <laughs> we discovered the secret. Hear that, Dwayne? Your secret's out. Or you know, for all of a sudden in every single movie with him, yeah, whatever. <laughs> so long as it's not Rampage. No. Uh, anyway, yeah. sorry to derail us there. I just San Andreas. I just Can I really be eaten by. Lizzie? You know what? That is not a real movie, and I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> anyway, hold on. And you guys said we wouldn't need the bell. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say that. Um, we're going to talk about Pacific Rim, and for the first point, I think we're going to talk about Pacific Rim. So if you haven't seen Uprising yet, for some communistic reason, you, there's going to be a good... St- hey, it's either communist or pound sand. And, you know... So, I mean... Sh- no, whatever. those are my go-tos. Quiet. America, <laughs> eagle screech. Go. <laughs> but um, I think we'll talk about Pac-Rim 1 first. Sure. And then we'll talk about Pac-Rim 2 so people can stop and you know go see sure. it. So the first Pacific Rim came out, what, 2014... No, it's been five years. Oh, so God, like 2013. give me the phone. Yeah. It's 2013, I believe. Um, <laughs> I think it's 13. I don't remember. Because there's five years between movies, time. so it would have to be 13. I don't know, you know, what they're, what, what's not to like, I guess, at this point, with Pacific Rim, the first one. Um, a lot of people... Uh, that, hold on, I didn't finish my thought. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I have notes. Oh, my. Somebody has to prepare well, I'm Half-assedly. mentally prepared for. <laughs> I'm mentally prepared for only talking about the second movie, but I'll well, talk about the first talk one all day so long. So we can get to your second movie. Yeah, yeah. Macho man. Quinn's not in here. <laughs> um, you but essentially, no this is Idris, Idris Elba's big break. Mm. I mean, maybe Thor. You could maybe say Thor, but I'm going to give it to this one because this was more of a starring role for him. Mm-hmm. Um, big mechs fighting big monsters. 
got Ron Perlman running to Kaiju Black Market slash Mafia. <laughs> Gypsy Danger at this point is kind of coming her own like American icon. The yeah. actual that mech itself in real life, and you know, it, it outside Glados, and it just did a lot of things right, and it was different for what was available at the time. Wow, you didn't name like the f- number one thing, which is Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, I'm not a fangirl of his. Sorry. Well, no, but it's it was Most his, of his baby. Stuff is, yeah. It was his baby. Hey, I, Doug I, Jones. I, is I know amazing. they can't see it, but I have yeah. my hands covering my eyes, and they're with. You know, my eyes on, like, my wrists, so it's, like, my palms or my eyeballs. Don't you be dissing Doug Jones. He's an amazing creature actor. That's what I was... That character was in a you lot of his... You leave Pan's movies. Labyrinth alone. And uh, Golden Army. Oh, Bubble yeah. Two. I was thinking more of the, like, the Pan's Labyrinth. The, same creature. Yeah, the guy <laughs> sitting at the table, it's and the same if you guy. touch the food on the table, he'd eat you. I think that mm-hmm. was the gist. The Pale Man. The Pale Man, yeah. Yeah, but... That design was in a lot of his early movies. Yeah, and I mean the one in uh, the one in uh, Hellboy didn't didn't the angel. that was yeah that was the Angel of Death, but didn't he have he had him on his wings. eyes on his wings, yeah. not on his palms. Yeah. It was a very close design. Yeah, very similar in many ways, but yeah, very similar in that he didn't have eyes. Yeah. Where they normally go. Well, I mean, in in defense of that kind of creature, that's kind of a terrifying thing. You know, we we look for basic human features, you know, in, in things. And when you develop a creature that doesn't have obvious eyes, or has its eyes in a weird place, that's alien and unnerving. So, you know, I mean, that kind of creature. I mean, look at Slenderman. Slenderman's terrifying because there's no face at all. Yeah. That and stupid teenage girls think that it's actually real. <laughs> go and sacrifice other I'm going with preteen on that one because they weren't even like, I think yeah. they were like 12 or 13 at that point. Yeah. Just anyway. But I guess domestically, though, the movie was considered a flop. That's um, so stupid. Because I think it had a $100 million budget, the first one did, and it only made like $120 million here. Yeah, but overseas is where it made a ton of money, which is yeah. why we got a sequel. Specifically, China, China, Japan, and yet China was mad. China was mad because Crimson, Crimson Typhoon, Typhoon went down went like, out a, like punk a little bitch. bitch and didn't do anything. Yeah, which made me sad because oh man, I love that mech. That's by far the most compelling of the mechs that were not Gypsy Danger. Mm. I like Cherno Alpha. I like the look of Cherno Alpha. <laughs> I think it's giant, come get me, bro. <laughs> yeah, come well, at me, bro. Yeah. And it looks like a freaking. Uh, whatever the hell. Cooling tower? Yes, thank you. Uh, that was maybe one of the few complaints I have about the first movie is the fact that we didn't get to see the other mechs in action, like, at mm-hmm. all. Yeah, once Leatherback and Otachi showed up, it was pretty much, you know, just them getting their asses handed to them right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, we get to see Striker fight, was that one, Mudavor? The one yep. that attacks Igni. Yep. We get to also see also known as Meathead. Blast it with a cannon. That's about it. <laughs> like it was a thirty second fight. <laughs> yeah. Like its production name was Meathead, and then once the toy actually came out, they're like, "Yeah, let's not call it Meathead. Yeah, let's let's name him something else. Well, the let's first call him Mudavor. Wasn't Trespass originally called Axehead? Yes. And then they, after the movie release, they changed his name for some reason. Yes. They named him to Trespasser, which is fine. Yeah. It's a cool name. 
Anyway, they, I've talked enough about the first one. Um, uh, I just, you know, when, when asking, when people ask me about the first one, I mean, the thing I generally say is it's just a fun movie to watch. This, like Mad Max Fury Road, is a movie where you turn off your brain and you leave it over here and you just enjoy it for what it is. It is a movie about giant robots kicking the shit out of giant monsters from another dimension. If you think too much about it, if you put too much effort into it, the whole thing collapses the way a Jaeger would under its own fucking weight. In fact, it can never power itself because we don't yeah. have the ability to Something, do that. I mean, I'm just going to go science nerd. Something with that much mass would never be able to stand on its own. It would collapse. We do not have the modern, in modern times, we do not have the materials to build something of that size with that much mass that would not basically destroy itself when it started to move we don't have those kind of materials so you have to take logic and science knowledge out of the equation entirely and that's what i mean by shutting your brain off and putting it over there because if you think about it critically none of it makes sense none of it at all i mean the monsters coming out of the marineris trench they'd be crushed by the pressure instantly they'd get turned into glowing blue jam Unless that's their, that's the same pressure but, as their, but whatever. If they were de- if they were used to dealing with that pressure, mm-hmm. and that pressure didn't fuck them up, the instant they came, came out of wood. the water, they would basically explode because unless they have a way, some way to regulate it. Yeah, so that's what I mean. You have to turn your brain off yeah. because if you think too much about it, the whole thing just collapses and doesn't make any sense. Yeah, there's so certain it's a, things you just have to kind of go with. It's a dumb fun movie. Is what it's meant to be, well, and wouldn't call it dumb, but it is fun. Yeah, is is it's you're it's supposed a popcorn to movie. It's a popcorn yes. movie. It's it's really one of those things where you just don't think too much about it. Don't be critical about you know this doesn't make sense, that doesn't make sense. Just enjoy it for what it is. It's a movie about giant robots fighting giant monsters from another dimension, with some character development going on at the same time. That you know, it's all in all, it's just a good movie. That's all I'd really say about it. It's one of my favorites. It's the best, one of the best recent monster movies. I would say. Another good one is The Host. I would maybe say kaiju instead of monster, because a lot of people, I think when you say monster now, they think vampire or werewolf. I mean, technically, yeah, but I'll sure I'll lump it in with that, too. You yeah, monsters are I mean, monsters. They don't I mean, sparkle in the sunlight. They glow blue in the night. <laughs> you shut up with that. <laughs> okay. um, God damn it. So the host technically isn't a kaiju, though. No. Because he's not giant. He's, he's abnormally large. He's but a not little. Giant. Yeah, he's a little bit bigger than a person. Yeah. If a height wise, length wise, he's pretty long. He's yeah. fucking ugly. I love him. Um. Anyway. Yeah, it's my favorite movie, and I love Idris Elba in it, and I love Charlie Day in it. Charlie Hoonan can, whatever, he's there. Um, oh, Charlie Hunnam? Yeah. He's there. I just think they do a good job in those roles. I think it has something to do with their names. Uh, I mean... <laughs> but they don't spell it the same way. Yeah. Well, my, my fault they're communist. Um, you know, uh, Charlie Hunnam's character is like, yeah, okay, sure, whatever. Rally. A Burn Gorman. Raleigh Beckett. Um, Raleigh Beckett. Um, Idris Elba, of course, you know, is amazing. Um, I was way more interested in Mako than I ever was in Raleigh. 
you know? I think that was, like, one of her first real, like, movie roles. I think so. Because I'm pretty sure that on the movie poster it says, and introducing, or something to that effect. So I I really think that was... Rinko, uh, uh... Starts with a K, and I can never remember it for the yeah. life of me. Kikuchi? Something yeah, sure, like, we'll go some, with that. Something along those lines. Um, yeah, I was way more interested in her character development than I ever was in Raleigh's, because Raleigh's just like, oh, my brother died, and, you know, I mean, I'm yeah. We, to be, there, there, to be fair, there's a little more to it than that, though. Yeah, they, they're uh, linked through the drift. Yeah, so. I mean, we've been he there says, before, He though. died yeah. without dying. Yeah, I mean, we've so. been there before, though. We've yeah. we've been down that road with a main character before. Um, we have to know. give the American people something simple that they can grab, grab onto. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. That's fair. And I don't want to say that, you know, Raleigh was an uninteresting character because he wasn't completely uninteresting. But Mako was way more compelling than he was. A lot of the characters were more compelling, in my yeah. opinion. But I <laughs> uh, just laugh when him and Mako are first in Gypsy and they're going through like the I don't know why you wouldn't have them in the simulation first instead of putting them in the giant mech but whatever they're right. in Gypsy yeah and everybody's maybe watching maybe they didn't they just didn't show that Chuck Hansen it's like oh ooh, we're supposed to be impressed by that and then Herc is show the man some respect he you know piloted Gypsy back damaged to shore by himself I know one no, other pilot who's done he that he finished that fight he did he, <laughs> he finished fought, that fight yeah killed the kaiju and piloted it back to shore yeah. So, yeah. you got to give him a little more credit than what you did there. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's an enjoyable movie. I watch it all the time. You know, um, I don't get bored of it. Uh, now, there is something in this movie that basically directly links into the second movie, too. And we'll get there here in a minute, because... And it does revolve around Newt. Ah, uh, Newt. Because Newt drifts with the kaiju brain. Yeah. And we know that they're a hive mind. Yeah. The minute he does that, they're attached to him, and he's essentially a double agent and doesn't know it. Right. Because Spoiler. up until that point, they never defended the trench, but all of a sudden, they know that they're going to go try to blow up the trench, so, so they said three out to protect yeah. it, and the three biggest that they had out to protect yeah, it. Yeah, their first Cat 5. So good old Slattern. Slattern, yeah. I and I didn't get old X face. That part didn't dawn on me until after I'd seen Uprising the second time. I was like, "Son of a bitch, that was planned for from the first movie." Yeah, he was like, he was basically the Manchurian candidate. Yeah, he was like the sleeper agent. The whole time, I'm just like, that explains why they knew they were going to go blow up the. Because my whole, I'm always thinking, why did they know they're going to go blow up the trip? Duh, Newt's yeah. a double agent at that point. Everything yeah. he sees, they're seeing. Well, everything he knows, they know now. So I was like, oh, a little, little poof yeah. in the head a bit. Like, son of them cheeky bastards. <laughs> <laughs> Who's, who, uh, Rachel, which one was your favorite kaiju from the first movie? <sighs> if you really had gr- to pick. She really loves gorillas. I'm, so I'm, I'm putting you on back. the spot. No. <laughs> He's like my least favorite. Schooner? Was it Schooner? No. Sco- what? The weird looking one that was kind of like a crocodile. No, Raiju. Raiju. Like, 
God, he would be my favorite if it weren't for his weird fucking head. Yeah, his open face that l- reveals a smaller face. Yes. Like what is the because what is the what is the logistics of his, that? Right in essentially did the same yeah. thing. His body is so like it's it's, it's a giant crocodile. crocodile, but his head is so fucking weird. Um Scunner's the one with the big like Horns. forward horns. At the end, and then you have Slattern, who's big boss lady. Yeah. Um, I really love Slattern. I really love Knifehead. I really love Otachi. Hmm. My favorite's Leatherback. I don't think I can choose. Because it all it constantly rotates between those three. Because, I mean, like, Leatherback was, Leatherback was the most straightforward... Of this, I mean, like, okay, I mean, like, knife head, yes, okay, he's he's very physical, and and um, you know, some of the other ones were more physical, but they weren't as they weren't as prevalent as Leatherback was, and I've always liked, I've always preferred the like the brawler type to the, you know, the speedster, the speedster, (laughs) or the you know, like, if I if I had to draw like a comparison, like. My mind just poofed a little bit again. <laughs> because um, of Newt, that's why they sent Leather back, because they knew the weakness of the Jaegers at that yeah. point. Yep. Um, <laughs> you know, Leatherback just had that EMP hammer on his back, and, uh, you know, everybody else had, like, weird shit going on. Like, you had Otachi <laughs> with the tail and the acid and the wings and, and you, the you know, yeah, yeah the Otachi baby. Otachi is by far the most... <laughs> Like they put some time and effort into yeah. Otachi. All the other ones are like, eh, let's uh, let's do this." Yeah, Leatherback just runs up with his belly jiggling and pounds <laughs> on shit. You know, Big old gorilla. Yeah, yeah, you know, Leatherback yeah. was was by far the most interesting kaiju to me, simply because he was the most straightforward. He was literally like, "Okay, um, let's just make one that." Beats the shit out of everything. <laughs> no, you know, he's got the little EMP hammer thing on his back, but for the most part, he just kicks people's ass. So that's that's why he's my favorite. The second favorite would be Slattern, even though we barely get to see her. Slattern doesn't do shit. Yeah, and she <laughs> just... I mean, she kicks she stands the, there. She yeah. kicks the shit out of... And I say she because Slattern is a term for... Uh, it's female. Yeah. Yeah. We say. I she. think all the kaiju's are probably female. No, Leatherback <sighs> was definitely male because Otachi's baby had elements of Otachi and Leatherback. No, I don't. I didn't think they ever explained yep. that. <laughs> if um, you you just have to look at the baby, meh. it's all there. Um. <clears throat> yeah, Slattern anyway can kick the shit out of Striker with its tails. All four of them. Uh, five, I think. Five? Four, I mean, tiny, four small ones and one big one. Now, play devil's advocate here. To be completely fair, the Jaegers couldn't see shit because yeah. it was too dark. And we really couldn't see shit either. I, I've, I, Slattern is only my second favorite on account of the fact that you just didn't see her. Well, all the fights was were nighttime and rain. I just like rain. her design. Yeah. So, in the first one, if I had another complaint, it would be that they needed some daytime fights because you no. couldn't hardly see stuff. No. I mean, cinematically, um, you know, if you're making CG for a movie like that, dark is easier, and you dark can also make is the easier. Blue, the blue yeah. glow better, yeah. but like, I understand why they did it. But there's there's more pop to everything. Mm-hmm. That's why. That's the main reason why it was done at night. Like I said, is I know, because everything. I know why yeah. they visually, did it. Yeah, everything I, pops more. Yeah, they're visually more stunning in the dark. 
than I'd they like would be in the light. like to be able to see stuff easier, though. Because if you think about <laughs> um, Axe Head or Trespasser, you see him in daylight, mm-hmm. and he just looks like same a giant gray monster. Mood of War is the same. Yeah. But you, yep. They yeah. just look like a giant gray monster, Mood whereas at so, night, so awkward. they really pop. They they really yeah. see what they're all kaiju about. kaiju blue glowing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas even when they showed the kaiju blue, their actual blood in daylight, it just looks like blue gunk. Mm-hmm. You know, but when it's at night, it blue, glows. Yeah. Yeah, it's bioluminescence. Yeah. So it just they pop more at night. So it makes more sense if you're going to do something like that. You know, a character like Gojira, for instance, it doesn't matter. You know, at night, you can barely see him because of his coloration, especially in, you know, more modern um, but you know, in the daytime is where he really shines. Like in the first, in the first Gojira movie, like the original Gojira movie, not the Raymond Burr one, the original <laughs> Gojira movie. I mean, every time, every yeah, every time you see him, it's at night. Mm-hmm. You 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 only get like that one shot of him during the day, and it's just like from the like the he peeks his head up over yeah. The- Hi guys. Hi. I'm gonna go back. You know, now. every other time you see him at night, and the way that Gojira is colored, he's really hard to see. Whereas, you know, in Pacific Rim, at night, they pop. They're they're really you know poignant. So I can see why they did it. No, I guess I understood that too. But yeah, I like to be able to see stuff. <laughs> Visually, I like the first one million times better. First one also had a lot larger budget than the second Not a one lot. So it was a larger budget. Larger, yes. It was uh And they spent less on CG on this one and spent more on the actors. More if I remember looking it up. Now, you guys have been talking the good points. Did you have any bad points about the first one? Charlie Hunnam. <laughs> <laughs> there would have been anybody to put in that spot. Yeah, yeah. he no. killed the monsters. No, I just I don't care. Like you could have put anybody in that role, and I I don't know. His acting is okay at best. Uh, I'm not going to be very partic- very popular for this, but basically the whole Ron Perlman bit. <laughs> I could have done without. That. I could have done without all of it. Um, there, I think there's just so many different ways that they could have gotten what they needed. And that whole bit, just his, it was like, he felt forced. Like Guillermo really likes Ron Perlman and who doesn't really like Ron Perlman. I mean, he's, he's about everything he does. Yeah. He's pretty badass guy. Was he uh, in uh, shape of water? I don't know. No. It's like, I don't remember seeing him. He was not. Yeah. He would have been real difficult to fit into that one. But, um, you know. (laughs) I mean, uh, uh, he is the fish monster. No, no. Um, the fish monster is the same guy that plays um, a Doug Jones. Jones. Yeah, or and, is it and the um, eye monster guys. David David Hyde Pierce? No, it's, no, Doug, it's Jones. Doug Jones. Is it Doug Jones? Yeah. He's the one that does the eye guys and, and okay. the Sapien pale man. And, yeah, and the um, angel of death. The eye guys. He's. Just, did they just change? Did in in okay? It's going off on another tangent best. here for There's Hellboy. The, monsters, it's okay. Yeah, for Hellboy, the Golden Army. Did they? Was it David Hyde Pierce who just did the voice? Yes. Or was he actually yeah. in the Abe no. Sapien suit? I think he just okay. did the voice. Doug Jones did. So Abe Doug Sapien. Jones did Dave Sapien. Abe Sapien in both in the first film, but that was his voice in the first film, wasn't it? In the second film, he did it. Did all of it. Okay. Okay. All right. It was the first one I was that getting. I was not. getting those two crossed up. 
Those but, are a couple yeah. movies I need to purchase on Blu-ray or something because yeah. I don't have watch them again. Yeah. Golden Army. People don't pretty. give Golden Army enough credit. It's I really pretty. liked it. People don't give the first Hellboy enough credit. Yeah. First Hellboy was just kind of oh Nazis. Weird. Yeah, but if you like, the if, you've, are if weird. you've ever read the <laughs> yeah, comics, fair. I mean, it's DPRD is weird. It's tame by comparison. the the great The great thing about the oh God, so many tangents. The great thing about the Hellboy comics <laughs> is that filler. they're basically reinterpretations. <laughs> yeah, they're they're basically reinterpretations of they're like modern takes on old fairy tales mm-hmm. because they're bringing in like old fairy tale monsters and old like legendary monsters. Like you've got the the um, Blood and Iron, one of the animated films. It's all about Elizabeth Bathory. You know, so they're bringing in these these old legends and myths and things like that, and bringing them into into a modern setting, which I thought was really cool. Um, Sword of Storms brings in um, King Kaku and Ginkaku, hmm. the you know the thunder and lightning from Japanese folklore. You know, you don't hear anything about them, but you know they they put that in there, and he goes to this whole. Japanese fantasy realm where he encounters all these Japanese monsters that not a lot of people are aware of, like the floating glowing heads. I don't know what they're called. I never remember their names. Yeah, but you know, that's like a like a, a thing. Um and then you've got like uh, the spider woman mm. who, you know, she sits with her, her spider body under the ground and plays a uh uh chamisen Mm-hmm. to lure guys in and then she jumps out with spider body and eats them you know these are monsters you don't really hear a whole lot about but they put them into the hellboy mythos and brought them forward so you know like the original hellboy movie that's lovecraft the whole thing is lovecraft <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean you might not paste cthulhu on the giant squid monsters from outer space but that is what they are I've only seen the first one once, and it was a long time ago. Yeah. That's all I remember, and that's all I remember thinking is like, huh, Lovecraft. Anyway. Um, well, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Bing. <laughs> Should have just made this a monster movie. We're going to do one of those oh, eventually, no. too. Oh, man. I, that, I think someone would have to watch The Girl for that one. Like, yeah. That would be Time to spend, you know, spend the night one. at Grandma and Grandpa's. Yeah. That would be a very long one. Very long. So, pack two. Did you have anything negative on the first one? Or you said. Yeah, Charlie Hunnam. Oh, that's right. Sorry. I so mean, not necessarily two. a negative, but I'm just. Uh, no. Yeah. He's very. <laughs> Go ahead. He's just. Yep. He's there. Like, I don't. His his acting is there. Yeah. Like so, I what said. you're saying is it could, that role could have been played by anybody. Yeah. It, yeah. They not just put changed. him in there because. Sons of Anarchy was popular at the time, and people knew him. And people liked his face and his body. Yeah. And she's... <laughs> That's it. Um, now, I will say, is it fair to say you two did not like Uprising as much as... Yes. Well, yeah. for me, yes. Um, I think I know why you don't like it as much. And, and I'm going to say my theory here. You guys can correct it here, because I know you probably will. But... Pac Rim, the first one, Pacific Rim, is a kaiju movie. It focuses on the monsters and the robots and doesn't really give two shits about the humans. 
The I second don't one, feel however, like that's a true statement. Hold on, let me finish my <laughs> statement. But it's already false, so okay. I don't care if you think it's false or not. As I said, <laughs> but you told me to correct you. Shush. So I said I you guys can correct me when I'm done. I, I got to well, get done first. Well, you were done with your first statement. Pac-Man Two <laughs> is a mech movie, like in the vein of like Gundam or Ava or Robotech, Big O, etc. Like those Gundam, where it's focused big more on the human big pilots. And not the monsters and the destructions. Yeah, Big O is not a fair comparison. No, I'm just I'm giving Big people something to look through. Big O is character driven, and that's that's what I'm yeah. saying. This one focused more on the human aspect than just the yeah. destruction and the monsters. Where the first one was the monsters and so the destruction. Fucking, so I figured it out today. Pacific Rim Uprising is Pacific Rim Junior. Yeah. It's more kid friendly and like here's all these kids that are now pilot that we're gonna make into pilots let's let's show these kids what they can do yeah here's this 13 it's, 14 year old girl for the kids to identify with yeah it's just I, it's pacific rim jr <laughs> i'll get lambasted for this but i actually enjoyed this one better than i did the first one i know you did and i like the first one i just like this one more i did not I didn't like the visual style. Generally speaking, uh, the kaiju's overall were the kaiju's eh, were weird in this one. It didn't eh, kind of follow the aesthetic of the first movie. No. I completely admit all, that they have colors. Which Color is weird. schemes are weird. Yeah, they're not just. They didn't name dark the big black. one. Yeah. No, it was Mega Kaiju. That's not a name. <laughs> that's what they called it. <laughs> that's, that's what it said on the uh, iPad. No. Or yeah, the shell what, pad. Sorry, the shell what, pad. That's what Newt named it, which is stupid. He would have given it a fucking name. It yeah. wasn't Newt that named it. It was the precursors. They would have given it a... Well, he wouldn't... No, he was still partially in there, so he would have given it a name. Uh, oh, excuse me. So I call bullshit shenanigans on that. Out of context character behavior. Yeah. Um... Look, listen, uh, you know, look, Marvel has done some great things. Marvel Disney. You <laughs> know, also has ruined a few things. <laughs> but it is, it has really ruined a few things. And one of the things that it's ruined is everybody thinks that action movies, fantasy action movies, have to have quirky humor in them because guardians of the galaxy did it and everybody loved guardians of the galaxy so now all of them have to do it everybody laughs so hard whenever tony does one of his sarcastic comments every time you give somebody a stupid nickname everybody laughs so much test audiences love this now every movie thinks they have to do it constantly or nobody will like it in the way that everybody says the DC films are too dark. I'm sorry, but you have to understand cinematic tone. Okay? If you are making a serious movie about an impending apocalypse, nobody should be fucking joking about it. That's why I like Idris Elba's character in the first Pacific Rim so much. Everybody else, you know, they occasionally fuck around. He's not fucking around. He understands how serious this is. And he's not cracking jokes or making sarcastic comments or thinking any of this is funny. He knows it's not funny. And the one character in this new one 
who act, who was who was the Idris Elba character dies has like, closer to the mic. He has like f- less than five minutes of screen time. But I, now, Mako let me, could have let me been... counterpoint that, which I I agree. I wish they left her in there instead yeah. of turn her off. Yeah. But when shit actually does hit the fan, they stop the jokes. To a certain extent, it's, but the once tone they realize is still the kaiju wrong. Get, get out! It's oh shit! Okay, no, we have a problem. Yeah, the tone is still wrong. Even the the like the kid pilots are still they're not serious the way that they should be. They're still like cracking wise and and acting like. You know, I chalk ex- that up to kids, but yeah. teenagers I, do that. I don't. I know. I but, just did not feel for any of the characters. I, I like Boop Kid, <laughs> the only one to die. Yeah, the only one that actually died in the fight. Yeah, somehow. all the all the. I just I'm tired of the quirky humor. Now, don't get me wrong. I've seen like okay, for example, the first Thor, super serious. It has some lighthearted moments in there, but for the Kinda most sucked. part, it's seriously. It's serious tonally. The second movie, even more serious tonally. And sucked worse than the first one. Yeah. The (laughs) third one, they abandoned the serious tone almost completely, and it worked. I liked Thor Ragnarok. I really did. But here's the problem. Now everybody thinks, because everybody liked Thor Ragnarok, everybody liked the Guardians of the Galaxy, everybody liked Spider-Man Homecoming, everybody likes all this quirky, off-the-cuff humor that Marvel's putting into films, that those films are doing so well, everybody feels like they have to do it too, and we're not getting any more serious films. So Alex, what you're saying is someone needs to come and knock Marvel down a couple pegs. I just think that some things should be taken seriously and some things should have a darker tone. I'm not disagreeing with you. You know, I, I you know, everybody's down on DC. Well, I don't like any of the DC movies because the story is crap. Yep. It doesn't have anything to do Ooh. with the with the tone. I think the tone is suitable for what the movie is. Like Batman v Superman, that is a dark fucking movie. You've got two pe- two heroes that people have always been on either one side of the fence or the other about. See our live at Eclecticon. Yeah. yeah. Everybody everybody either you either love Batman and hate Superman or love Superman and don't like Batman or somewhere along the line. There's always a dividing line between the two. This is a dark serious film that should have a dark serious tone and everybody complained about it. I just complained because you know, the story was shit. They tried the same thing. They tried <laughs> to do the Marvel it. quirky humor with Suicide Squad and failed miserably because nobody wanted to see that. No. Nobody wanted to see that because once they released the character designs, everybody said, what the fuck is Jared Harley Leto Quinn. doing? Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, you mean the Joker groupie? Yeah. Yeah. He's more of a like Mexican mafia Joker groupie than he is the Joker. But anyway, the the point I'm trying to make is is that sometimes you just need to make a film with a serious tone. And yeah, okay, I didn't enjoy Pac Rim 2 mainly because it's all about the mechs until the last third of the fucking movie. You know, having like kaiju mech crossbreeds, I'm sorry, that's not the same thing. Nope, doesn't count. Those I are like just mechs. Idea. They're biomechs. Speaking of... Ravis. Yeah. Who built <laughs> Obsidian Fury? That was something I was going to point out. Is there was a lot of plot lines that didn't get finalized in this film. Yeah. Almost like they filmed it and then they cut it out. Because yeah. here's Gypsy Avenger. 
they're up in Siberia. They found that plant. Oh, there's strange signatures from the inside. And Obsidian Fury blows it up. Why? And we just forget yeah. about it. Why? Why was it even there? Yeah. Is that where it was who built? Was I'm it? assuming that's where it was built, but... That's and in that regard, who built jumping it? Jumping off. Yeah. Well, yeah. See, that's one of those things, like... I'm assuming Newt had something to do with it, which means but that why? it was built at Shao, so why are we in Siberia now? Yeah, why? No. where did they get the materials? But if it was, but if it was Who Newt, was actually why? doing the construction? Because Newt has all the drones, so why would he build Obsidian Fury? Or would, yeah. why would he have Obsidian Fury prototype. built? Prototype. Why? Because you always build a prototype. But it wasn't the same... It wasn't. It yeah. wasn't even Prototypes the same technology. Really are the same. No, it's not. It wasn't the same technology because that was literally this. They put the secondary brain of a kaiju in Obsidian Fury, whereas with the drones, they combined it more. They with... hit it in the the landmines. Yes, <laughs> yeah. or the, the sea mines. Yeah, yes. sea mines. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm not saying the movie was perfect by any stretch of the imagination. I just There's enjoyed just so it more than the first one. So many questions. I, and I mean, I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that Rachel and I are, we went for the kaiju. And there were you know, minimal kaiju. And there were minimal kaiju. <laughs> there's a whole three. Yeah. Four yeah, if you count uh, yeah. mega. There's only, there's only three, and they're in the but last third of the film. If you think of the first film, though, we get Knife Head for five minutes. Yeah. Maybe. And then you get Mood of War for... 30 seconds. You get yeah. Trespasser for a minute in the flashback. Yeah. And then you go the rest of the movie until the end. Then you get Leatherback and Otachi. Yeah, but that all happens in the first third of the movie. The second and third portions Acts. of the movie are kaiju-driven. Which just goes back to what I said here. The reason you two like Pack 1 is because it's a kaiju movie. Yes. And well, that's the reason why you don't like Pack no. 2. No, there are many reasons why I don't I'm, like That is Prue. the biggest factor, is the fact that it is no. not a For me, movie. I will admit that, yes. For me, no. the main problem I have with Pack Rim 2 is because it's not a kaiju movie. It's a mech movie, and that's not what I went for. That is one of the reasons. The biggest reason that I don't like, it doesn't feel like the same it doesn't feel like it's in the same vein because it's not in the same vein that's what i said well I no <laughs> i mean like it's i can't really explain it i guess it's hard to articulate yeah um i don't want to take anything away from john boyega i like john i boyega. really like him i think but, he's great um and the whole time i looked at scott i just kept thinking of his dad <laughs> Unfortunately, he's going to get that his entire I mean, career. Don't so get when me they wrong, remake he'd... a few a fistful of dollars and a few dollars more, bam, there oh, you is go. Is that yeah. Scott Eastwood? Yeah, that's yeah. Scott Eastwood. Oh my god! How did you not notice that? I just didn't. dude looks like his dad. <laughs> I think just... I toned him dude out looks as like I, his dad. I'm pretty much. I think I pretty much like toned him out <laughs> as like sure you are annoying the... and go away. I'm pretty sure his dad was in the mech and just went. Poof. There you go. Yeah. There's a son. <laughs> He just butted. No, um, I, I, I really don't want to take any... I mean, and John Boyega does carry his role very well. Like, nobody and, I acts mean, poorly. I don't, yeah, it's I don't just, like I don't the, care. I don't like Finn. <laughs> I'll just be the first one to admit that I don't care for Finn at all. <laughs> but you have to admit that even though I don't like that character, John Boyega does it like a champ. <laughs> he puts John him Boyega. yeah he puts himself into that role and he plays it to the hilt and you can't take that away from Did you him. know no. he and Harrison Ford are best friends oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then, since we're talking about Scott Eastwood here a bit I just kind of I think I know why you don't really necessarily like him in this movie 
he is basically just a less dickish Cyclops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just sort of dismissed him as, you're annoying, fuck off. He's Cyclops. Fuck yeah. off. You're annoying. Yeah. <laughs> he was there. Yeah. It's and like, then his... I see you. Girlfriend, now go away. <laughs> whatever. She was yeah. pointless. Oh, God. You want to talk about pointless plot lines? Jesus Christ. That was one of those that felt like something got lost in the final cut. Yes. Yeah. There like was they filmed something and it got cut. Something missing? Like, yeah. were you two, like, did, like, she spend some time with <laughs> Have you with all been John in each Boyega other's brains, if you know what I mean? And then, wink, like, wink. did you switch over to... To Scott Eastwood's character as for John a little Boyega while. says, well, that's confusing. Yeah. I mean, it, the whole thing really was very, very confusing and felt like it was either shoehorned in or ruined by editing. Is mm-hmm. she a, <coughs> excuse me. Is she a pilot? Is she a mechanic? She was a mechanic. Yeah, she was she was a tech. She was definitely not a pilot. But that was just yeah. um, moving on here. I'm just going to kind of start. Sure. The next little thing I have here is stuff I liked. Okay. Which, probably some stuff you guys aren't going to like, but um, uh, the first part of this here, I just uh, we've already kind of touched on it too. Is I just put Newt being a spy accounts for the action of most of the kaiju in the entire first movie because that was one of the big loopholes people are complaining about in this movie is the 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 actions of the kaiju in the first movie do not match up with the reasoning in the second. Like, well, they they're oh. They were all trying to get to Mount Fuji. Ugh, they could and that's have fixed one of the things that that's confusing line. between the two movies. They could have fixed that one line. Because the first movie, it even says the first ones through were scouts. Yep. They're just trying to figure out stuff. And then they were attacking the city, the populated areas. areas first, which is an old war tactic. Mm-hmm. They've even went as far in the first one to say they tried it, they tried it at a, t- a different time. It was the dinosaurs, which I took as the dinosaurs were kaiju. Which, for some according reason, they to successful. the books, is what it means. But the people are like, well, then they would have been able to just terraform by just jumping into volcanoes. Which then, for me, the reason this makes sense is it all loops back around to Newt being a, a, an unwillful spy, an unwilling spy. The Manchurian candidate. They didn't know that it reacted with that with rare earth elements until Newt saw Herman's work. And that's why he panicked. Like, nope, this ain't going to work. We need to, I need to go out of here. Because at that point, he realized the precursors saw that and went, oh, shit, there's an easier way to do this. There's a, that's a very excellent argument. And I definitely... But once again, it's me grasping at stuff yeah, and putting yeah, the will, puzzle together. I will it's, ship Newman to the end of my days. It was it was definitely I mean you're grasping to a certain extent logically it makes sense um but I mean the main flaw I would point out is okay so you have this reaction um if they encounter rare earth elements in a volcano um then this whole like Chain reaction occurs. I think it's supposed to be like rare earth elements okay. and extreme heat and okay. maybe pressure. I don't I'm know. They didn't really gonna say gonna point out that. real quick that where the original breach was, I, where mm-hmm. there yep. was that situation. Yep. So if <laughs> I was just going to subvert everything Stop. and I was going to go that route. And all I needed was to encounter a volcano, 
and create that chain reaction, I would have done all my portal opening on the bottom of the ocean where I started in the first place and just done it down there and avoided all of the Sturm and Drong that came along with doing it up by the surface and then trying to crawl into Mount Fuji. And I'm also going to point out that Hawaii's volcanoes are constantly erupting all the time. And I think they just went with, yeah, I think they just went with Mount Fuji because they wanted to have that fight happen in a really big city. And there was one, there was a portal or they did open a a breach in Honolulu. Yeah. Yeah. Which is not the active volcano one because that's on Honolulu. That's on Oahu. It was Honolulu. Oh, did it say that? Yeah. I thought it was. The volcanoes are actually on the island of Hawaii. Yeah, they tried it all around the about where in the movie it they said, said they had opened yeah. it. Yeah, they said they did it all around the Ring of Fire. Yeah. All around it. No, I knew that. Um, I just so, I mean, wasn't sure. And exactly. you could explain that part away by saying that that was one of the portals they didn't quite make it through. Yeah. That was one of the ones that they just, just missed it. You know, like the one that got cut in half when the portal forcibly closed. Okay, I'll buy that. But at that point, you're like, oh, wait. So if we go to Mount Fuji, hmm. so (laughs) cinematically makes sense, makes perfect sense. You want to have the fight where people can see it. You know, uh, I'm sure a lot of people, not just me, but probably were like, okay, I mean, this is really cool, you know, graphically having this giant fight at the bottom of the ocean, but I can't fucking see. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they wanted to have a fight. yeah, Yeah. They wanted to have a fight in a place where everybody could see it. Because the underwater thing brought its own, you know, mechanics and problems to the situation. And another reason why they went to Mount Fuji is another homage to the old Toho film. Sure. Oh, see, so mine was a pure marketing point because yeah. it they wanted they catered this one more for the Chinese audience. Yeah. And well, who the Chinese they... usually hate. <laughs> and what are we taking out? Tokyo. Okay. <laughs> so, I don't. Yay! Look. I don't really. The Chinese mm. kid helped saves the day. Yeah. The guy in charge of the Shattered Dome was a Chinese gentleman. The Shao, died. Shao was a biz- Chinese businesswoman that saved the day. Who saved the day. So it's they've catered this movie for the Chinese audience. Did everybody catch like the, the Wing Gundam yeah. statue? Yeah, because it's actually in Tokyo. Is it really? Yeah. I had no fucking idea. Yeah. I did not um, know they built there's... a giant Wing Gundam yeah, it moves. in Tokyo. It moves? Oh, um, like I need to live it, in like, Japan. I'm just, like I, I live some in the of wrong its actors, and I think I mm. can't remember exactly what all moves on it. But yeah, but basically they've ensured that this one will be a success you know, in China, so Why that not? they can continue to make movies. Yeah. I and don't know. I mean, that piss a lot of people off. But if I, it gets I, me more, I'm fine with it. I really don't think it's a franchise that can continue. Not in cinema. I think yeah. it's something continues in video games yeah. and comic books. And I think we there's a one. there's a major failing right there. Is like no video game. Oh no, there was, there was one. No, there are two. Was there two? There was Jaeger Pilot Simulator, which was a a um, internet based game, which apparently was terrible. I don't remember that. And then one. there was the Xbox uh, arcade one that eventually did come to PlayStation Three and Steam, where it's just a fighting game with very was, bad mechanics. Yeah. It yeah, was, I mean, it was real rough. So uh, you know, we it was all also wanted only f- a, ten or fifteen dollars. We so. all we all mm. wanted a Gojira, you know, like tournament fighter with what a I different want. Gojira kaiju. The the one thing that would actually make me buy VR is if they actually had a Jaeger pilot game, like you piloted the Jaeger from inside the Jaeger. Yeah. 
Uh, some other like minor flaws with Pack Rim Two. Um, Scrapper, the the homemade uh, Jaeger, could have done without that. There's a pointless attempt to make BB-8 right there. That's exactly what that is. Yeah, because it even sounds like BB-8. Yep. And, oh, it look, makes, it rolls. Makes cute noises and rolls and does all these well, crazy going things. Going back to making it family yeah. friendly, give yeah. little kids I something mean, they could have like. done without that. Oh, Scrapper, he's so cute. I've heard that like three times. I'm just like, you know what? <laughs> Scrapper God would be pointless damn it. if an actual it's kaiju supposed- attacked, though. You know, I you mean, know what's cute? Hakuja. Yeah, I mean, it's... <laughs> The uh, kaiju groupies like Rachel and myself, we find cute, like, Leatherback's cute. You know, those, that's cute. Go- Gojira is cute. You I know, was like, these Saber are, Athena, that's a cute little man. Oh, she does damage. Never yeah. mind. <laughs> I mean, you know, these, you know, what we find cute compared to what, you know, a six-year-old finds cute or people who went to that movie to see cute. You know, go watch Milo and Otis, okay? Just leave me. <laughs> wow, there's the way back yeah. reference. <laughs> leave, the leave me, you know, go watch fucking Aristocats or, that movie when we were growing you know, up or something like that. Leave me my kaiju movies go with watch the kaiju. BB-8. Yeah. yeah, go watch BB-8, you know? I'm sure there's plenty of internet videos about, you know, BB-8 animated that you can watch. You know, the Porgs, you know, go, oh, go do porgs. that. Fuck the Porgs. damn, you fuck know? those little bastards. <laughs> I'd <laughs> rather have the fucking Gungans again. Yeah, if you want, I don't care. If you want cute, go watch cat videos on YouTube. Just leave me my kaiju movies. Rest and, in peace, keyboard Yeah, cat. you know, leave leave me my, my giant monsters. Because, frankly, you know, cute does not belong in that universe. No, that's fair. Now, now, since we're on the the kind of parts we didn't care for, because there was enough parts, you know, there are things that, had I been the director and the writer, totally done different. There's a lot of things I would have done different. Okay, you're a kaiju person. <laughs> you know, like, the kaijus win. End of story. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. end. That, that I would have definitely... No, have done that in no, the first movie. There wouldn't no have been a sequel. So. I, would have, I would have been solidly behind you know, and I would win. have been okay had Gypsy comes out of the atmosphere, slams into it, it survives and falls into Mount Fuji. Yeah. I'd have been then fine with that. Then you open up for a third movie. You call it Pacific Rim 3 Resistance. <laughs> but um, I wish we would have gotten more of Obsidian Fury. Apocalypse. True. Like Obsidian yeah. Fury shows up, blows shit up, goes away, shows up again, blows up more shit, and then just gets his ass kicked. Like because that could have, I would have been okay. Because at that had point, Obsidian Fury again. just been like the sole bad guy of the movie. Sure. And then it set up for what happened in this movie was the first half or first third of the next movie. You know, have the, the drone. Jaegers opening the portal. And then it ends. Yeah. And, and Obsidian all the kaijus Fu- get out yeah. and it ends. Obsidian Fury running interference while the kaiju come through. Yeah. You know, anything. It ends on a down note. It's yeah. more yeah. realistic. Yeah. With feeling. this one, how do you I mean, even with the first one, when they're, I first heard they're going that they were in. They're going they're going after the precursors in in the third one. Yeah. Which I'm fine with. I like this idea. We're gonna send drones through to the other side. No, so it's we'll not gonna be drones. Of fighting. They're no. not gonna send it's drones. It's gonna be John Boyega. It, it's <laughs> theoretically they set it up to where it should be drones because nope. one person can pilot a drone. Nope. Yeah. Why would you do that? There's when no you have tension. Perfectly good. If you pilots. do that, yeah. If the if the because the drones are remote piloted by people who don't, there's no consequence. Yeah. 
Nope. So nope. there's no My tension. My drone died. Well, yeah. I'm fine. I mean, the kaiju are essentially drones on the other side, so... No, the kaiju are alive. Mm-hmm. They're living yeah, beings. The, yeah, they're sentient. They're genetically yeah. engineered. Well, they're genetically yeah. engineered. That's true. They're, you know, artificially constructed, but they are alive. Yeah. Yeah, but that's... I guess for the precursors, it's not a big deal necessarily if they lose one because they just will make no, another one. It's, it's no, the same concept as like why there's no tension for the Clone Wars and the Star Wars prequels. Because they're cookie-cutter, lab-made human beings. You don't feel for them because they're just, they're just constru- they're constructs. They're no different than the robots they're fighting. You know, the fact that they're alive doesn't really change anything. There's no tension for them. You don't feel for them because they're just robot people. You know, it's like, you know, if they were all Terminators, it would be the same thing. You wouldn't feel anything for them because they're just, you know, they're, they're just <laughs> cannon fodder. Yeah. You know, um, so I'm sure the precursors have no like investment in the kaiju themselves as far as like if they die, it's like inconvenient. Oh, we've got to make more. Yeah. The, the another thing I didn't like is I, we've already kind of touched on this is I wish they wouldn't have killed off Mako because she's yeah. the she's one of the only people left from yeah. the team that actually she was stopped our, it. Yeah. So she could have strategized on the no, this is what we need to do. She was our one tie in from the previous film. No. Uh, well no Newton and Herman. Yeah. They don't count. What? They always um, count. No, they don't. Yes they do. Also don't you know, you? where's Herc Hansen? Yeah. Yeah. He took over or for Tendo Pentecost. Choy. Yeah. Where's Hansen? Yeah. Nowhere to be found. That's why I say Now you know, they can easily write that in the third one. He's at a different Shattered Dome. Station yeah. a different Shattered Dome. Uh, Charlie Hunnam rallies at a different Shattered Dome. Yeah, I, and I know why um, Charlie Hunnam wasn't in it. It was like um, some kind of like Con- scheduling conflict. conflict. Yeah, that he couldn't be in it. Um, this is <laughs> we're gonna get to one where I'm sure Rachel will jump all over this. I'm gonna say them both back to back here, so I get them said and done, and then you can okay. go on a 15 minute rant. <clears throat> Ah, I lost my place. Sorry. The Super Mecha Kaiju needed needed a better name than Mega Kaiju. Super And uh, the Kaiju also seemed less original or inspired. And they also did not f- follow the aesthetics of the Kaiju in the first one. Like, Raijin's faceplates, while interesting concept, were kind of goofy to me. I agree. The whole... <sighs> Story? Kinetic, inver- kinetic yeah. energy transfer is a slippery slope. Yeah. And it's really hard to disconnect yourself from that because, like, if you... I was thinking Kung Fu Panda when I watched it. Yeah, <laughs> if, if, you, if you get into, like, you know, the way kinetic energy works and the more force that they absorb creates a more, you know, powerful feedback, well, they have to store that energy somewhere. And there are limits on that sort of thing. So if you just shoot them from a distance, they blow up. Yeah, eventually they're going to blow up unless they just release it pointlessly. And you can you can basically render something with that ability completely inert by attacking it from a distance. Because it was obvious that the, the backlash was close range. So, I mean, kinetic energy transfer, if you're going to do that, that is a very slippery slope. And... You know, you have to you have to uh, take something away from your your characters who are going up against something like that, and they have to keep doing something that's pointless and not working in order for that to be poignant. And then the other thing is, if they just don't punch it, like if what they use their got? blades, 
Yeah. Doesn't matter. It goes right through it. Yeah. And it's obviously... If you drop buildings on it, it's fine, yeah. too. And it's and why obviously... why wasn't absorbing that, that because kinetic energy? That's a ton plates, of kinetic energy. its face plates weren't over its face. <laughs> I'm just saying, if point. I'm that kaiju, I'm closing the face plates and taking them in the fucking face like yeah. a fucking porn star. Well, apparently... And just blowing up on somebody <laughs> like a porn star. <laughs> apparently, Raijin's the special cat five. I'm sorry, Slanderin was was way more menacing than, yeah. than Raijin, Raijin was. Yeah. Yeah. Thunder God or Lightning God. Raijin? Yeah, it translates uh, into Lightning God. Because yeah. Josh was like, I wonder what Raijin means. I'm like, if a, my Japanese is still up to snuff, it should be like Lightning, lightning God. Lightning something, yeah. It, and I looked it up, it's Lightning God. Okay, yeah. Which doesn't make any sense because it no. wasn't... <laughs> yeah. That's... Um, that, that's... It, Kinetic energy transfer only works based on, you know, force absorbed. And clearly, Raijin could only absorb through the faceplates. So you stab it in the back or the side or anywhere you that's not the faceplates. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. But Kinetic um, energy transfer is a slippery slope. It's why I've always had a problem with Gambit. Because huh. <laughs> he charges things with kinetic energy. Where's he getting it? You don't want to know. Yeah, you don't want yeah. to know. <laughs> I'm going to say space bank. <laughs> this is literally a bank, and he just summons it. Well, somebody actually, somebody stores actually told me he butt. stores it as he walks, yeah, and it's like, sense. okay, that's fine, but we have that much though. Where's he storing it? Up his butt. And up his butt. Oh. <laughs> he got that stick shoved up his butt, but don't worry, it's shoved so hard up there, it ain't coming out. His no. eyes. That's why they're all fucked up. I don't know. <laughs> Um, then the other thing, outside of Gypsy Avenger, the rest of the mechs seemed kind of pointless. <laughs> you never really, like, I never really felt, like, compelled or interested in any of the other Jaegers. Mm-hmm. They didn't do anything but yeah. get destroyed. I mean, not, they, there was no, rebuilt and then there was no again. Cherno Alpha, there was no, no the, uh, Crimson Typhoon. They all, those all got blown up too, but we got yeah. the stories of, yeah. oh, they protected the wall for six years straight and had yeah. no breaches. These guys single-handedly fought off three kaiju. Yes, yeah, so three-man team. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Triplets, three-man team. So you know, while we didn't get to see it, formation, oh, which I wish we would have in the first movie, we at least know of their exploits. Yeah. Speaking of the triplets, so everybody who's died in action oh, gets yeah. a nice little picture on the wall, and the triplets get one for all three of them. Yeah. <laughs> Why? <sighs> Inseparable, <laughs> even in death. Uh, I felt so bad for him. Yeah. And then you would think they would do it in teams because, like, the brother and sister for Chino Alpha, they got individual photos, but Crimson Typhoon pilots got one for all three. Is like, Jip. yeah, and they're like shoved in. <laughs> yeah, I honestly think it's just so they'd be like, no, no, they got their own thing. They're right there, <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, that didn't. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't care about the other Jaegers. Chuck Hansen wasn't even on there. Yeah, (laughs) he's a dick. Nobody liked him. His own dad did. So he, you know, I mean, Marshall Pentecost got one. You know, I mean, he was just as much a hero in that regard as you know Marshall Pentecost was. Yeah, no, I was just. Yeah, it's but, one of those, and I'm sure they probably had more photos, but that's just all that was. But yeah, brain. in essence, what what the problem is is that the other Jaegers, you didn't care about them because you didn't care about these pilots because they felt shoehorned in the entire mm-hmm. time. They were just kids, and I guess they thought 
that because they were kids and fledgling, you know, pilots and not really accredited, you know, super, you know, um, um, like fully trained pilots, we were supposed to feel compelled to root for them, but I never did. Yeah, mm-hmm. Bracer Phoenix was by far the worst. I like, I liked Saber Athena. It kicked some yeah. ass. Yeah, it did. Bracer, um, Bracer Phoenix, which was the one, the three person one that yeah, they retrofitted with the, turret. the, yeah, yeah, that they retrofitted the mace to. Yeah. It's like the worst Did one. Nothing. It's a Mark V, and the others yeah. are Mark VI, and uh, Athena's a Mark VII. Yeah. But did nothing. It's like it ran and got backhanded, and it ran again and got backhanded again. The interesting. They got ripped. Like they couldn't even heart. land right. They skidded to the side. Yeah. yeah. The one thing that I really questioned about it was like, okay, so there's no more kaiju. Why did they keep They think the war is over. Why are they still making Jaegers? They were prepping for a, a kai, the return of the kaiju. I mean, like if you if you think about it, at one point at the at in the first film, they were scrubbing the Jaeger program in favor of the wall, uh-huh. which did I, nothing. Yeah, and which did nothing. That's true. Which but, any idiot could have said this is not going to do a damn thing. They were willing to do it when the kaiju were still a threat. They were willing to scrub the Jaeger program when the kaiju were still a threat. After closing the breach, everybody considered the war to be over. So where did the funding for more Jaegers come from if they were willing to shut it down in favor of a wall that obviously wasn't going to work? <laughs> because you always prep for the next war and the Jaegers just want it. Okay, but... I mean, you know, uh, what I'm are, saying, there are people logistically, out there building their own Jaegers. Yeah, logistically, it makes sense, because but in not? the lore of the universe, it doesn't. I understand what you're saying, but just the human aspect is, you know, by that theory, okay, World War II's done. We don't need our hypersonic planes and our missiles and stuff, but we still make them bigger and better because we can and we're prepping for the next war. Okay, so militarily speaking, okay, but you're not going to fight other countries with Jaegers. Why not? I would pay to see that. I mean, sure, I would pay <laughs> to see that. Of course, what we learned is all you have to do is launch an EMP at them, they become yeah, worthless. exactly. So, <laughs> in their analog, own... Like yeah, to be stupid, the way, to, the way around that is you just encase everything in copper, and the problem's solved, because it doesn't get through the copper. Now we're getting back into copper? logically considering Jaegers in total. You can and make copper alloys, and it'll work the same. Now we're back to considering Jaegers exactly. in so, logical <laughs> terms, and you can't do that <laughs> because it just yeah, it just they um, fall apart. And then I the just last want to talk about the puppy kaiju because he was the only one that I cared about. Hakuja. Hakuja. He was adorable, and it made me laugh when they're like, "Yeah, everybody's safe underground in bunkers, and here Bar comes Hakuja." I'm gonna burrow. Well, that's the thing is, I laughed at that part because Herman's like, "Yeah, yeah, no, don't worry, everybody's safe." We were just watching the fuckers run <laughs> while they were landing. Like, no, everyone's safe underground. It's fine. Just, just fucking do it. Yeah, Herman. Because you know, we could kill ten Herman million people, care. or we could kill ten billion people. Herman that, only cares about one person. That guy, and that's Newt. <laughs> that guy looked weird when looked I first weird saw him. Very in, feminine. Um, what's what's the third Batman Dark Knight Rises? Yeah. Oh, that that horrible okay. piece of shit. He sure. looked weird in that one. <laughs> Who was he in that he, one? He mm-hmm. he. I never um, saw it. He was like Bane's underling and ended up huh. getting killed by Bane once Bane made his intentions clear. Hmm. I, I, I guess um, I never. Put... He looked weird yeah, in, in that. It. He looks weirder now. He's turning into a skeleton. Well, he's very effeminate. And then, like you said, he's also he's, kind of very yeah. Gaunt. I don't want to say gaunt, he but I can't gaunt. think of a better term. No, he's he is gaunt. gaunt. 
Yeah. I like Burn Gorman. No, I don't have a problem with him. Just yeah, I'm just saying he look keeps looking weirder and weirder and weirder. I'm sure the guy can't help it. No, you can't the help your genetics. The amount of makeup they put on him saying, for yeah. Pacific Rim Uprising. It's like, yeah. ooh, buddy. You can put a wig on him and you'd think he was a woman at this point. Why did they keep putting all the NECA toys in, like, every shot? Because <laughs> they could. Because be. Because they can. Because <laughs> look, we got an eighteen-inch because my head and you don't because Bitch, I got one they're the awesome and the new toys are shit. No, <sighs> the Bandai ones are nice. No, the Bandai kaiju are sad. I'm not talking about the kaiju. <laughs> I'm talking about the mechs. They are sad. <laughs> They're not a, the Bandai Kaiju. I will admit, are not as well done as the Bandai. I'm Vegas. a sad Kaiju. I have Raijin, and let me. I will show him to you later. I'm a he sad, is sad Kaiju. He. I move the like God, this, and that's all honestly, I've got. Honestly, the Godzillas look better than the Raijin. Oh, that's terrible. But the mechs are like forty points of articulation. Yeah. They can. They look really Raijin nice. Raijin has four. Uh, the <laughs> only one I ever wanted was Leatherback, and I was not going to pay what they wanted for him. Um, and we then the last to find thing, him for 35 The last thing I have is a slight negative, uh, <laughs> simply because it, it pulled me out. I'm going to call the, the Mega Kaiju Suspended your disbelief. It suspended my disbelief, as, as you like to coin on here. Is during the end fight, when it, kept, when it would cut to Newt, it felt very much like Christopher Walken from the rundown when they're fighting, <laughs> and it keeps cutting him like, whoa! Yeah. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> what's going on? Here? Giant mechs, so original. It's like, oh man, this is very much reminiscent of walking in the rundown. Like I said, it wasn't necessarily a bad thing. It just it pulled me out of the movie. I'm like, huh, Christopher walking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, now Newt. one weird thing here, kind of, you know, good bad. You do the good bad good sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's actually that's a managerial term. The good bad I know. good sandwich. It's still, stupid. I'm still going to laugh at it. Yeah, no. Um, and this is something Might I can be. honestly not say that often. Uh, usually I'll sit down, I'll watch a movie, I can tell you how it's good. Within five minutes, I can tell you how the whole fucking movie's going to go. Uh, really bad movies, I can do that off the trailer. Like, <laughs> yeah. here's your movie. I didn't see the new twist coming in this one. I, I took I. it at face value of Xiao Industry Lady. <sighs> or, hold on, I got her name here. Xiao Luin. Was yeah. the build up City and Fury to attack just to get her drone program going? That's what I thought. At and I first, took it at yeah. face value, and I'm like, now that doesn't make sense. Um, just from a writing standpoint, because they basically fully admitted they kind of catered this movie for China. They want it to do well in China. And now you're writing the Chinese scientist as the bad guy. Probably not going to go over well in China. Yeah, because I'm already mad that Crimson Typhoon didn't do anything. Yeah, uh, to be the hero, just kind of. So they made the businesswoman the bad guy. Didn't make sense from that standpoint. But then they're like, nope, it's Newt. And I was like, oh my god. Yeah, I didn't see that coming at all. Which makes perfect sense, though. No, that's the thing is, it makes yeah. sense. It makes perfect sense in cinematic terms, but yeah, and in I didn't this see one, it it's coming. the American that's the bad guy. Yeah. So another thing that China will like. Which I'm fine with, whatever. whatever. Um, but I think my bottom line is, is you know, I'm I'm ready for the next one. I'm ready for more Pacific Rim stuff, whether it's video game, comic books, regular books. Anything. So when you Movie, first TV show, when he first told Herman to come Alice. meet meet Alice, what did you think Alice was? I was 
retrospect, I'm like, okay, I should have known it was a kaiju thing. I was thinking maybe a dog or a cat or something along those lines. I thought it was a cat. I was going like real doll. <laughs> a kaiju doll that he can yeah. have sex with. No, I was I was thinking <laughs> like an, 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 an like an animatronic real doll. Uh, like a like a sex bot. Yeah. Is yeah. what I was going for. Because well, it didn't make sense based off the first movie because the kaiju deteriorates very fast. Yeah. And the brain di- he's even said the brain dies quick. Yeah. So it didn't make sense that he would have a fucking kaiju brain in his bedroom. Yeah. Yeah. Which, where did he get that? Was that supposed to be the first one? Like, the one from the first movie that's like... Which should be dead? Yeah, which is dead. Yeah. Because yeah. after he's like, I need a new brain. Yeah. Is it supposed to be that one? Or is it supposed to be some completely or new did, one? Or is that the first one he figured out how, when, how to take the kaiju and meld it with Earth DNA and right. like make a brain? Yeah. I, that's one of those things I never answered, but... It was kind of one of those, wait a minute, that's not supposed to be there. That's supposed yeah, to be there. I was, I was totally expecting like a hologram or a sex bot. <laughs> just something stupid because <laughs> yeah, it's new. I'm like, there's a like comedy that. relief. Yeah, um, I was really expecting just something like stupid and like, oh my God. And that's weird. Newt's reaction to, I'm calling it Boneheimer from now on. Um, Which one's Boneheimer? Super Ultra Mega oh, Kaiju. Okay. Mega Kaiju. <laughs> Boneheimer. Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. It's <laughs> Boneheimer now. He sucks the seas dragon. Chaos Emperor Dragon. Um, <laughs> Boy of the End. No. No. Because that, that no. works. No. Oh, and then He's, Gypsy Danger can be Black Luster Soldier Envoy no. of the Beginning. No. Oh, no, it's done. No. There are Yu-Gi-Oh cards. No. He's Boneheimer. <laughs> He's Boneheimer. Deal with it. No, when Boneheimer came up to him towards the end there and just basically just looked at him and breathed on him and then Newt's like... <gasps> That would be my reaction. That's I it. just kind of took that as <laughs> it was two things. Newt was relieved he wasn't eaten, and he just jizzed his pants. So no, it's just the second one. Just the second one. I need a towel. <laughs> but you know, I did just kind of enjoy the end. Like, tell them we're coming for them, and then yeah. just like the what the fuck? How? I don't like <sighs> like the, f- the, the the what the fuck how look that he got in his face. Like, wait, I what? just I feel like. People don't come for us. We come for people. They'd be yeah. like looking at the Saiyans going, bitch, we're going to Planet Vegeta and wiping your ass out. I felt that was Wait, like, I know why they, they did, did that. it that way, but it was, uh, it was open in a bad way. I don't, I did not like the ending. I think they left it open with the simple fact that, okay, if we can't make a movie, now we can make a video game or we can make comic books. Yeah. Or, I Like I said, I know why they did it. I just don't like how they did it. I I don't know. I don't feel I like... If I was doing it... I'd it should have, put, have been Herman. I'd have put more story into it at the front, and then ended if I had plans to make a third movie, I'd have ended this one with them opening all the yeah. the rifts and the Jaegers, or the Jaegers, the Kaiju are getting back out and re-emerging. Yeah. Because yeah. then the third one is literally nothing but just fucking fight after fight after mm. fight after fight. Clean up. That's all I've got. I've got, I've got nothing else to necessarily no, add say there. That the whole thing's pretty comprehensive. <laughs> I, th- I think we did a decent job. We got a lot more out of it than I thought we yeah. would. Now, granted, out of that hour and 10, 15 minutes, we did have some filler. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, is there anything else you guys want to... Because, like I said, I know I kind of talked it up a little bit yeah. more than, than what I allowed you guys to talk it down, but... Anything else you want to say? I mean, it's kinda? not, no, I it's made not my bad. 
Yeah, it's, it's not bad. It's not as good as the first one. No. That's all I can really say about it. It's a fun movie. I enjoyed it. I don't feel like I got ripped off. You know, I it, I enjoyed it for what it was. It just wasn't as good as the first one. That's <sighs> all I really have to say about I it. I liked it better the second time I watched it because there were a few things that I won't say were answered, but were... Made, made clearer? No. Made less murky. Oh, okay. <laughs> because, especially the whole Some going to Mount settled. Fuji thing, that... That oh, still doesn't make any sense outside that, of my brain's like, mm, they didn't know about it until... That really sits, stuff. sits so, so badly with me. But, Trespasser wasn't on their little docket, so I don't mind she it as much. She's very upset about the kaiju symbols and stuff and it didn't show I always try to call him axe head trespasser I mean that's what his production name was so it's whatever and then the first toys they released of him actually did say axe head on it and not not trespasser um I believe that was before they were released cause mine says trespasser I saw one on the shelf at when they first released them when I missed mm. getting the first wave that hit the shelf first wave was only was only knife head Nothing. I've I've seen one somewhere that said anyway, said axe head doesn't matter. Yeah. No. First wave was only knife head as far as kaiju go. It was knife head, gypsy danger, and I think striker. No, striker's wave two. Then I, I don't have know. no idea. The there's, only one I have two is in a, a gypsy danger Hong Kong brawl. <laughs> the only original mech that I have is actually striker Eureka. I think it was Gypsy Danger, I think it was Crimson Typhoon was the last of <laughs> Sorry, that's what it reminded me of for whatever reason. I think reason. Crimson Typhoon was the other one that launched in Wave One Maybe. and Wave Two had Cherno Alpha where they flip flopped them. No, anyway, I think that's right. Matter. I don't know. Mm. He, he, doesn't so, matter, that's uh, neither here nor there. What's coming down the pipe for the Geekaholics? Oh, you said something about wanting to do Yeah. Like, um the we've, yeah, we've got a, calling them quickies. Yeah, geekaholic quickies. Yeah, we're gonna start doing some geekaholic quickies for those of you who don't want to sit through, you know, hour and fifteen minute episodes. Um, we're gonna oh. just start doing like some solo reviews uh, for video games, movies, things like that. Um, maybe you know one two man reviews, um, but much shorter. Um, I think the first one we're gonna do is uh, Far Cry Five. I'd like to try to get that one out as soon as possible. Yeah, and then um, we're going to have to do an NHL one because yeah. we are very, very close to wrapping up a winning bet against the, well, it's not the rap cast anymore, it's whatever they changed to, the pop culture bomb cast or something. <laughs> they changed their name. No, seriously, they changed pop their name. Pop culture bomb. I believe that whole, I think that's what it is. Oh, Give me a second Lord. here. Oh. Yeah, pop no. culture bomb cast. Uh, pass. Okay. Anyway. That means that they're coming down here and we get to drink on them. Oh. So. <laughs> okay. You know, that's our superior hockey knowledge led us to this <laughs> well, victory. Well, <laughs> two-thirds of us anyway. And, and to be fair, they can still technically win, but they have to win out and we pretty much have to lose out. Yeah. So it, that's going to be pretty hard to do. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, knock on yeah. some wood. Knock on some wood. Keith keeps like, no, we should just go up there and go to their brewery. He's like, no, fuck no. it. They can drive down here. That's what the bet was. They can drive to us. I'm not. Where are they? Well, that's a nice cut. Yeah. Uh-oh. Oh, there goes the baby. Yep. Like I said, oh. it stirs. Well, our little kaiju is stirring 
<laughs> in her room. Um, but other than the NHL one, I know we've had some we've been kind of leaning towards doing. We just need to finalize those and yeah. and, and get them get them going. Um, and you know, once we can give you guys a more in depth kind of here's what to expect for the most part. We'll uh, get that out to you guys, and you know you can always request stuff you want to hear, or request ones you want us to revisit, even that we've done before in the past. No, oh, sure. Um, at this point, do you guys have anything else? Mm-mm. Right. Well, then I do believe we can quit anytime we want. But where's the fun in that? Good night, everyone. Kaiju's rule. <laughs> and that does it for another episode of the Geekaholics. What crazy shenanigans will our hosts get into next? Join us on the next fun-filled episode to find out. Same geek time, same geek channel. 